Come on. Quick ask before we get started today, I am working to help people lead happier and more contented lives. My part of that is money. So if you enjoyed today's episode or if you've enjoyed past episodes, please take a minute and leave a quick review on iTunes. Subscribe. That helps uh, the show climb up the rankings and helps more people uh, find it. So thanks a lot. Andy Neary is a healthcare strategist, business coach, consultant, keynote speaker, and the author of Breaking Through the Status Quo, and now finally, a guest on Money Savage Maximize. Welcome, Andy. Thanks, George. Glad to be here, man. Yeah, this is George Grumbacher, and it is time to go. Andy, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Absolutely. So, uh, live here in Fort Collins, Colorado, have for five years, uh, born and raised in the great state of Wisconsin. And as a healthcare strategist, business coach, I work with both advisors in the industry of healthcare as well as employers who are looking to really transition this industry in the new direction, which is trying to help employers find ways to reduce the cost of healthcare and health insurance by putting money back in their employees' pockets. And so I, my mission, George, is in our industry, it's called the benefit advising industry. We have a huge gap right now. Average age is 58, 59 years old. We've got a bunch of young advisors who are getting hired who wanna do things differently. The challenge is they're not getting trained or they're getting trained to do it the way we all did it 15, 20 years ago. And so my mission is with the tools, the technology, social media, the things we have available today, I wanna help both the advisors and their clients and employers in America really start transitioning health insurance, healthcare in the right direction. Excellent. All right. So talking about how we're still doing it the way it's we've been doing it for 15, 20 years and changes haven't really happened. What is what is flawed in that approach? You know, I think the, the biggest flaw we have in our space today and probably as a country when we look at health care is People still are focused on the insurance piece, and you look at the Affordable Care Act. When that came out nine years ago, it was solely focused on insurance, but that's not the problem. The problem is the cost of healthcare in America, and so what's, George, almost insane if you think about it. I live in Fort Collins. Just an hour south is Denver, Colorado. Somebody in Denver could go have an MRI, and it would cost $500 at one facility, $3,000 at another facility, no difference in quality. And the same thing applies to surgeries. You can have your back done for $50,000. You could have it done for $200,000, no difference in quality. And that's the real challenge that employers have in America right now when it comes to solving this issue is insurance isn't the problem. It's managing the risk inside the health insurance plan. Got it. That seems you know what? I, I guess my initial response is that seems absolutely crazy and ridiculous. But then you realize, well, it's a free market, so people can charge whatever they want. So, yep. you know, if I'm going to a spot where I could be getting a procedure done for five hundred dollars, but I'm paying three thousand, I'm getting the same level of care. I, I guess is that buyer beware. What what do we do? Here's the cool thing, George, and this is part of what I do and what I help advisors help their clients do is there are a lot of great solutions and partners out there today to fix this. And that's why I don't believe we have to rely on the government to make the necessary changes. The solutions already exist. And this is going back to what I focus on is the mindset. I truly believe the biggest problem with 
healthcare and health insurance. It's not the insurance companies. It's not necessarily the cost of healthcare in America. The biggest problem is the decision, the mindset of which decisions are being made by employers. And that is trying to solve the same problem the same way each and every year, yet you're getting the same result. If you want different results, you have to try new strategies, and they're out there. You just need to work with the right advisor who's going to help you find them. Got it. Okay. What well, it seems, it does seem like the solution is is fairly clear, right? We just need mm-hmm. to do a good job of understanding the landscape of medical providers that are in our area and educating our people. But in order to do that, we have to ch- kind of change the paradigm, which to your point is is the mindset. And, and you bring up a good point, George. I, I probably failed to, to say this in the, in the previous answer is what if you could bring in a solution to a health insurance plan for your workforce that helped them find where that MRI is $500 and not $3,000? or helped them find where they could have their knee arthro you know have arthroscopic knee surgery for 10,000 instead of 25 or buy their medication for 80% off what if you could do that and incent your employees to make the right decision by saying if you choose this facility you won't pay anything out of pocket and those are the solutions that are out there today that employers can now call it almost bolt onto the health plan, bring into the package to help their employees save a lot of money, get good care and help the health plan save a ton of money as well. Yeah. I mean, fundamentally it, I think that a mind mindset shift is required in the way that, 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 that we're looking at health care in general. I think that, that, that when, and I'm certainly guilty of this, 100%. When I think about healthcare, I usually am thinking about my health insurance. And I'm just, I've been conditioned to, because whatever group plan that I've been on through whoever I've been working with, they say, here are your options. And I don't, I just don't know to think, or I don't think to look outside of that, right? So it's, yep. I need to change my thinking as well. Well, here's the deal too, George, and we're all guilty of this. People in the industry, I've been guilty of this. No one thinks about how to be a smart consumer until healthcare happens to you, right? right? So you hear about your benefits at the end of the year at the open enrollment meeting at your workforce, but now you don't have any healthcare needs until September. You haven't thought about your plan for nine months. And now you're supposed to go back and remember exactly what you should do. That's the challenge. You, you talked about education. I think one of the biggest things we have to get better at in the industry is the education side of it because without education and proper communication to the workforce, none of these cool strategies, these effective strategies that are out there mean anything because the workforce won't know how to use them. Right. Like, like any great tool. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like, exactly. Here, here's yeah. the best violin in the world, Andy. But yeah. Probably if you have no idea how to play, it's not going to matter. Well, so. <laughs> here's a cool thing, George. You know, one thing I started doing for my own clients and I, I'm teaching advisors how to do this now is we all know that content is king and video is king of content right now. I've started making videos for my clients. So every quarter we pick one of the strategies we're using, one of the topics we want to address, and I'll go on and actually make a two-minute video for them explaining the what is it, how do you use it, and why should you use it. And I'll tell you right now, those things go so far. They have been so well-received because here's the deal. You as an employee can watch that video whenever you want, 
wherever you want. And even if healthcare happens to you nine months from now, you still can hit play and remember how to use that. So to me, if you're out there right now and you're trying to solve this thing, the best thing you can do for your employees is leverage the power of video. Yeah. Isn't that the truth right there? I mean, you think you talking about how I, I heard about my benefits at the beginning of the year, at the end of the year, and I haven't thought about it. And if I don't use my health insurance, I probably will never think about it. Um, and it's, it's like any, any, I guess all employee benefits. If I never really think about my 401k, I don't really understand how it works. If I don't really think about my health insurance, I don't understand how it works. And a lot of it is, is maybe abstract would be a proper term or confusing or intimidating, so being able to to make a, a two minute video or a five minute video on a quarterly basis or whatever it might be um, and demystify some of these things and, and break it down in language that's going to make sense is got to be such a powerful thing and pretty easy to do, but not necessarily for somebody who's maybe towards the end of their career versus people who are just getting started and they've grown up with, you know, social media and making videos on their phone. Here's the deal, though. I, I've learned this by trial and error, George. I just gave a talk yes, uh, this morning to a, a room full of HR professionals, and one of the challenges human resources has today is there are four different generations in the workforce, right? But there is one thing I'm starting to see that is bridging them together, and it is the smartphone because – my parents are 71 years old. They're baby boomers. But you know what? Even that generation is on the is on that smartphone today. And so if you can leverage the smartphone to communicate with your workforce, to me, that's going to be the biggest bridge to gap all of those generational gaps that you have in one workforce today because everybody's using it now. So I should ditch my uh, my my ageist's belief and, and <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just came upon this belief uh, not too long ago, and, and it was if I could share a quick funny story. Please, um, I do a weekly call with my parents, right? And they've been, they probably had smartphones for I don't know a couple of years now. And what would happen is I get on the phone with my dad, talk for 20, 25 minutes. And then he'd pass the phone to my mom, right? And I'd have to basically, outside of the sports we talk about, I'd have to repeat the conversation. And so I finally said, guys, why don't we do a conference call? Like you both have cell phones. Let's jump on a conference call. So literally the next time I went to do it, I call my dad. He jumps on. I click over to click my mom in. She doesn't pick up. And this happens two more times. So finally I click back to my dad and I'm like, why isn't mom picking up her phone? He said, oh, it's going to be a couple minutes. She's on Facebook. Hmm. So right there, I'm like, okay, I don't want to hear again that that baby boomer generation isn't using smartphones. They know how to use them. <laughs> no, for sure. For sure. I think that's pretty funny. Nice. All right. So so there's a million different topics that, that you can go through and that if you're, if you're an employer or if you're a benefit, uh, benefits advisor, you can be making short little videos on helping people to become better consumers of benefits, better users of insurance, better consumers of health care. I'd love to sort of get your feedback on for somebody who's listening that says, you know what, healthcare premiums or health insurance premiums are 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 not awesome. I'd like to be able to reduce that, and if I could reduce the amount of money I'm spending on healthcare, perhaps I can do that. How would you counsel somebody to start to become a better consumer? Good question. So obviously, where that individual consumer comes from probably matters. So if you're an individual, say with individual health insurance, you know, that can be a struggle. There's no lie to that because the coverage that 
individual plans afford haven't just aren't as good as they used to be. But if I were counseling an individual, whether they're on an individual plan or they're part of a group plan at their employer, the first thing they've got to do is start asking questions of their doctor. I think one of the one of the mistakes we've made over time, and it's an easy mistake to make, is we come to trust whatever the doctor says. Mm-hmm. And this is a famous quote. I can't remember where it came from, but it came from a doctor, and his comment was, doctors will get off their pedestals when the consumer gets off their knees. Hmm. And it's, we just think everything the doctor says is the truth. Well, the challenge today with the doctor is you have to remember most of them today are now employed by a big healthcare system, and most of them are still in a fee-for-service model, which means the more they do, the more they get paid. And they're also incented to send you, let's call it downstream to the higher ticket items that are in that healthcare system. And so you as a consumer can't just go blindly along with that advice every single time. You have to have you have to start asking questions. Yeah. And the best way to do that is there are there are smartphone apps that allow you to do that, or just having a question, a conversation, George, when your doctor, if, if he or she's telling you we should have an MRI on your knee. Versus just letting them send you down the hall, say, hold on here, what's out there? Where can I go that's an affordable, you know, affordably priced and I can get that MRI done? Or or instead of a CAT scan, can I have an x-ray? You know, all the questions you could be asking yourself just to be a more empowered consumer versus, again, just going along with whatever the doctor advises. Yeah, I think that that's awesome advice right there. And, I mean, I think, if we can get over the the fear of asking the doctor a question to to your point you know doctors are going to are going to be our relationships with doctors are going to be better once they get off the pedestals and once that'll happen once patients get off their knees how we broach that subject without feeling like we're going to offend them or whatever say hey doctor just i'm 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 working to become better educated in this? Are there other options I could be looking at? Is, is it just that simple? You know, it, 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 here's the thing, and this is a mindset shift, and I say this, and again, I can't take credit for this, but a doctor who finishes last in med school is still a doctor, right? Mm, yeah. And so how do you know the quality of your own physician? We don't. Right. And there's good ones and there's bad ones. And we've seen news stories about the bad ones. And so... You have to ask those questions about uh, when they're when they're advising you to have certain procedures done. The, I guess the best advice I could give somebody, George, is seek a second opinion. Got it. If it's a if it's a specialty care need, what you know, I'm talking about an image, like a CAT scan, an MRI, or potential surgery, it would never hurt you to get a second opinion. Now, here's the key with second opinions: when you go get that second opinion and you've already had an MRI done, for example, and that doctor also wants to do an MRI, you've got to ask the question of why do I need a second MRI? I've already had it done, here it is. Because you have to remember in the healthcare system, I want to say 25% of all services are duplicated services. Wow. Things that have already been done. So those are the empowering questions you need to ask when they want to do a second MRI or they want, you know, another doctor wants to do something that's already been done. You have to start questioning that stuff and asking why do I need to do this? Because if you can become more effective at that, oftentimes they have what they need to prescribe the right care and you just saved yourself a lot of money. Nice. Well, that's great advice for individuals. What about families? 
Family, same thing. You know, I was going to say one thing I didn't bring up for individuals, but it applies to both individuals and families is there has been a, a big um, growth of what's known as direct primary care out there, George. And what direct primary care is, is think of it pri- as primary care that we all know, right? But these doctors have broken away from the fee for service system and they charge a monthly fee for their services. Think I, I call it direct. I call it primary care country clubs. <laughs> nice. For a month, for a monthly fee, you're going to get this list of services they provide covered under that fee. And what I like about that system is because they're not um, beholden to the insurance companies, they're not having to spend all the time on admin work for insurance. They're now spending 30 minutes with their patients again in the insurance world. Look at most fee-for-service doctors get to spend seven or eight minutes with you. Yeah. And so it's longer visits, more conversations, better relationships, and direct primary care doctors aren't tied to any healthcare system. So there's no incentive for you for them to send you down a certain path. And so to me, if I'm a family, I'm an individual, that's something I would look into. I call it it's the best gateway to the healthcare system, in my opinion. Nice. I like it. Direct primary care Correct. physicians. And, and, and today in most geographic areas, unless you are out in an extremely rural area, there's a good chance there are direct primary care providers in your area. Nice. I like it. Excellent. Well, Andy, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? I'll go back to something I said earlier. Every time I speak on this topic, George, I say here is the one mindset shift you have to make if you want to solve this thing, especially as an employer. Quit buying insurance. Start managing risk. At the end of the day, it comes down to two things, George, the size and frequency of the medical and pharmacy claims in your health plan. You start controlling those numbers, I promise you, you will start reducing your health insurance costs. Like that is great stuff. That definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. Andy, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Absolutely, man. Uh, two ways. AndyNeary.com, as well as my handle on all the socials is the same, whether it's Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, AndyNeary333. Excellent. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Andy your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to andyneary.com. Follow him on Facebook, Instagram, I think LinkedIn as well at andyneary333. And you also do quite a bit of speaking. Is that right? That's right. So I do a lot of speaking, not only on the topic of healthcare, but my talks are all mindset-based. So it's it's uh, productivity, sales, uh healthcare, whatever it is, it's 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 a mindset type of talk that any audience would, would enjoy. Love it. Well, thank you again, Andy. Awesome. Appreciate it, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. Before I go, quick announcement. I've been asked by so many people over the past couple of years about how do I start a podcast that I've developed and released a course that will teach you exactly how to do that step by step from figuring out the kind of show that you want to have to understanding how all the technology works behind it and then how to get great guests and uh, keep the thing moving and how to grow it. So if you're interested in that, check it out. You can go to georgegrombacher.com forward slash podcast course and you'll find it there. You can just go to the website. I'll also list that in the notes of the show. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing. Leave us a review. And definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on.